Hello, I'm Gary Fogle, and welcome to the Kentucky Sports Memories Podcast, the inaugural podcast. Here I'll take you back in time to moments in Kentucky sports that are memorable. That's what we'll do here. Some of them you might remember, others you may be hearing about for the first time. As you know, obviously the coronavirus has wreaked havoc on the entire world and certainly wreaked havoc in the sports world. And um, a lot of things have been canceled, as you know, and high school basketball was hit hard. They were going into here in Kentucky, especially the girls' Sweet 16 was uh, called off in the middle of the tournament. The boys' Sweet 16 never got underway. That hurt, obviously, the 16 teams that were going to play in it. One of them in particular, Ashland Blazer High School, Far Eastern Kentucky. You may not know, that team was 33-0, undefeated. They had won their regional, waiting to go into the uh, uh, state tournament, and the season was canceled because of the coronavirus. As a matter of fact, uh, they had some close games, only a couple, though. Most were blowouts. They had a one-point win against Mason County. That was in mid-January. They had a three-point win against West Carter in mid-February, but as I mentioned, most of their wins were blowouts, and they won all three of their regional tournament games by 20 or more points. So they were trying to win four more games, win the state title, and go through the entire season with an undefeated record. 33-0 when the season was called off, heading into the Sweet 16. And um, I talked to head coach Jason Mays about that. Well, I'm going to start with the obvious question. How bad was it for you to have to see your season end when you guys were undefeated going into the state tournament? Um, I think that was an opportunity for us to find a way to teach our young guys in our program life lessons. Um, You know, it was what it was. Uh, a high school basketball coach from Ashland, Kentucky, wasn't going to change um, the pandemic, much you know less than the consequences stemming from the pandemic. So um, we talk about controlling uh, a lot of things um, in our program: control your attitude, control your effort. Um, and I said, if you if you do a good job controlling the controllables. You're never going to be a victim to the uncontrollable circumstances in your life. And we couldn't control this. Our kids couldn't control this. And it was difficult for 14 to 18 year old kids to wrap their mind around this because uh, they didn't know anyone that was suffering from COVID 19. They didn't know anyone that knew anyone that was suffering from COVID 19. And neither did our staff. We, 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 we talked about that. And so it was hard for them to rationalize this because they didn't see it. They just heard about it on the news in areas that weren't where they lived. Um, but as time you know, went on, they, they began to see the severity of it. And I think we did a really good job as a program of learning perspective in this. So I'm proud of how we got to that point from a basketball and from a competitive standpoint it was one of the hardest things I've had to deal with I remember when uh, it wasn't too long ago when the final word came out that they were canceling the tournament I think that was like April 21st or something of that nature and I I was I guess naive enough to hold out hope that we were going to work something out where we were going to be able to play um, 
And when I got that, I just sat down in a rocking chair on my front porch, man. I just was there for like an hour. And I just numb, you know. Um, but they can't take away 33-0, and and they can't take away the relationships that were formed in a locker room this year. So, um, you know, that's sort of our take on it. Did the kids handle it well from the beginning, or was there an adjustment period? We had, we, see, this, it all moved so quickly. Uh, I mean, one day I was working with the KHSA on hotel reservations and ticket arrangements and transportation and setting practice times up at Transy and Georgetown College, and two days later, I'm meeting with my team in the locker room, telling them that the girls' state tournament has just been suspended. So between the first meeting where I told them that you know we weren't going to Lexington to compete in the Sweet 16, and the time that we had the second meeting two days later, I told them, I instructed them, I said, look, you have the right to go home and feel sorry for yourself for 36 hours because I'm going to go home and do the same thing. I said, you know, greed is too strong of a word, but, you know, just start on this, you know, I mean, let it eat at you and just, just be disappointed. And um, But when we're coming back two days from now, we're going to have a second meeting. We're all going to have perspective and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, get above this. And that's exactly what we did. Um, and that was when we, we started talking about, you know, not being victims to uncontrollable circumstances because they've done everything right as far as controlling the input this year. Um, I have a very mature team. And, um, you know, the, that 36-hour period was really all they needed to sort of feel dejected. After that, um, you know, they hurt for the seniors. We had three seniors on this year's team. Um, but, uh, you know, it was like, well, let's keep working in case they play this thing. They didn't cancel it. It's indefinitely suspended. There's a difference. So, you know, they kept working. And then when school was even, you know, shut down, they kept working. Um, and, uh, you know, on their own, obviously, from a voluntary standpoint. But uh, now their mindset has shifted to, you know, so what, now what? That's, a, that's one of our terms that we use in our program. Um, you know, what's next? You know, move on. So they're like looking forward to uh, this next season already. So, you know, I'm fortunate to have really mature kids. Um, even though they're relatively young, they're, they're really sharp, and uh, that helped the process. Now, with uh, Ashlyn Blazer finishing the season at 33-0, and but not a complete season because, obviously, the state tournament wasn't played, you may be wondering, when's the last time a boys' team in Kentucky went undefeated? And for that answer, you have to go all the way back to 1948. That's unbelievable. 72 years ago, Brewers High School, little bitty, itty-bitty high school, Brewers High School from Marshall County in western Kentucky, they went uh, 36-0 back in 1948, the last time a boys' high school basketball team in Kentucky went undefeated. At school, very small school, just 70 boys in all four grades. Now, uh, obviously, Ashlyn Blazer, 33-0 this year, but uh, didn't get a chance to complete the season because the state tournament was called off. So the uh, fact that a team has not gone undefeated and won a state championship will still stand for going into next season because Ashlyn Blazer won't have the opportunity to play for a state championship. 
So getting back to Brewers High School in 1948, the last boys Kentucky high school basketball team to win a championship while going undefeated. Barney Thweet was a starter on that Brewers team back in 48. Barney is now 90 years old, and uh, these days he lives in an assisted living facility down in Benton, Kentucky, which is in Marshall County. He is one of three surviving members of that team. As a matter of fact, one of the other surviving members also lives in the same assisted living facility as Barney, so they, <laughs> they can get together and reminisce about the 48 championship. Uh, what else is interesting about Barney is prior to the coronavirus, he used to go out pretty much every day, get in his pickup truck, and head to the local gym and work out. He stayed very active. He's quite the character. Recently, I talked to Barney about that 48 championship team. So were you surprised you won the championship that year? Not really, because we had everybody back except one regular the year before, and we only lost one game the year before until we lost the final. So we we started practicing in the summer. As soon as we got back, back then you could practice year-round. And we were just, our eyes were set on going back and, and winning. So you've been the last one to win a championship for 72 years. So every year when there's a chance for somebody else to do it, are you rooting against them? Did you root against Ashland this year if they had gone to the Sweet 16? Well, sure. I'm going to be truthful. I'm that selfish. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. So do you celebrate every year when the last undefeated team finally gets knocked off? Well, we just call each other that's still living, and Mrs. Carey lived to be 103. Coach uh, Carey's with her, and I'd always call her Miss Carey. Our record still stands. She said, oh, Barney, I'm so happy. <laughs> that was the coach's widow, you said? Yes, yes. So did you guys stay in touch? I mean, there's only three of you living now. I get that. But did you guys stay in touch throughout the years after after that championship? Yes, we did. We always had a 10-year ten, ten reunion, like, and everybody getting together. And, but then when I came to Marshall County in 87, there were still several of my teammates still living in this area, Coy Creases, Jim Owens, and several of them and we'd get together often and we were always friends during our playing days and then afterwards very very good friends i understand that prior to the pandemic prior to the coronavirus pandemic you were still hopping in your pickup truck and going to the local gym and working out every day yes i was i was until i had to have a hernia surgery and then had a little back and hip problems but I was, I've always worked out ever, all my life. I used to run and run. And Coach Terry ran us. We, we ran, ran, ran back in 48. And uh, I, I've tried to stay in good condition. And to be 90 years and 44 days old, I guess I'm still doing pretty well. <laughs> well, as far as winning a championship undefeated, your record's going to stand for another year. So I guess you're happy about that. Yes. <laughs> that, that's being selfish, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's okay. You're 90. You deserve to be a little bit selfish. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you've been able to enjoy this all these years. Well, thank you. God bless you. Barney Thweet, quite the character. 
one of three surviving members of that 1948 Brewers High School basketball team, the last boys Kentucky High School basketball team to win a championship while going undefeated. As a matter of fact, there have only been two in the Sweet 16 history. The other one was an Ashland team, ironically. Ashland was undefeated this year but didn't get to play in the Sweet 16. But Ashland back in 1928 was undefeated. They went 27-0. So Ashland in 28 and Brewers in 48. The only two teams to win a state championship in Kentucky while going undefeated. And uh, really the only undefeated team since then. Uh, Ashland undefeated this year but did not get a chance to play in the Sweet 16. So quite an interesting record and quite a run it has been. Uh, you know, what is also interesting is there have been 23 boy teams to go into the state tournament undefeated. Uh, all the others got knocked off in the Sweet 16. So that's interesting. Ashland was the 23rd team to um, go in undefeated, but Ashland didn't get its opportunity this year to play it. Been a lot of close calls, obviously, in the Sweet 16 where somebody looks like going in they would uh, equal Brewer's record from 1948 and, and uh, Ashland's record from 28. Just looking back through the years, just a couple of notable uh, moments. Uh, 1978, Apollo High School was ranked number one. They went into the Sweet 16 undefeated, knocked off in the first round. 1989, Clay County uh, ranked uh, number one, undefeated going into the Sweet 16, also upset in the first round. The 1979 Lexington Lafayette team, they won the state tournament. They were led by UK star Dirk Menefield, or uh, went on to be a UK star. Obviously, he wasn't a star at UK at the time, but went on to play at UK, Dirk Menefield. And he had two other teammates on that Lafayette team who went on to play Division I college basketball. So they were very talented, but they had one loss on the year earlier in the season. They lost in the district finals. And as you probably know, um, the district winner and runner-up gets to advance to the regional tournament. So even though they lost in the district finals, they went on to the regional tournament, won it, won the state tournament, but they had one loss on the year. So they did not go undefeated. So 1948, 72 years ago, the last time a team has won a state championship in Kentucky in boys' high school basketball while going undefeated. All right, that's our show for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. A new version comes your way every Friday. And along with listening to these podcasts, I hope you'll be a contributor. I, you know, pride myself in knowing a great deal about the history of Kentucky sports, but I also know there's a lot I don't know. There are some great stories and moments I'm not aware of, and so that's where you can help me and uh, help your fellow listeners. You can reach out and let me know those stories that I should be including. So best way to do that is uh, go to my website. And um, if you go to my website, KentuckySportsMemories.com, you can find, all, find out all the contact information there and how to reach me, whether it's by email, by Twitter, by Facebook, uh, whatever, ever how you want to reach me, please do so. Again, my website, KentuckySportsMemories.com is where you find me, and that's how you can get in touch. Love to hear from you, get story ideas, and uh, I can pursue those. So until next Friday, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you then. Thank you.